0: One of the things that i found, like when mm-hmm. we've had our, our one-on-ones and the evaluations and things like mm-hmm. that, when you guys have asked me some more direct questions mm-hmm. and I have opened up and been honest, as terrifying as the initial mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. ripping off the bandaid was, mm-hmm. it actually opened up just a much bigger,
1: better conversation Hello again, and welcome to the podcast. We had a small technical difficulty that quickly resolved itself. Um, Today we are talking with Janny. This conversation is being stemmed from a conversation that she and I had yesterday. Um, And so we're kind of just gonna continue the conversation on. We'll kind of touch on what that conversation was here in a little bit. Um, But first and foremost, let's read a review. This is from Lisa V. Lisa says, great group of people to work with, very professional and courteous. They make the claims process simple, helpful service throughout the entire process. I definitely recommend them to everyone. Thank you to Lisa V for leaving us an incredible review. I'm going to scooch it just a little bit. (laughs) Um, We always appreciate that. So anybody who hasn't left us a review, please do so. We greatly appreciate it. It's super helpful. Yes. Yes. Um, so let's start out with our peak and our pit. Okay. So we have been starting off our podcast with a peak and a pit for anybody who hasn't chimed in recently. And we're kind of just talking what's something that's going really well, something that maybe hasn't gone so well. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah. So for me, I think my peak right now is the weather because I love walking outside Yes. I know we share this, mm-hmm. this love. And I just love going outside, putting my little headphones in my ears, and just beat bopping around my neighborhood. That's the best. It's so good. Yes. I love it so much. Mm-hmm. And especially when the weather is not like excruciatingly painfully hot. Yes. And it's not like wicked cold. Mm-hmm. It's just a really great temperature mm-hmm. for cruising in my sneaks walking around in circles outside. I love it so much. With or without Haven and hiding. You know, my preference is by myself. Yes. <laughs> definitely. I do. Because I don't have to manage rats. <laughs> yes. Large rats. Uh-huh. Um, but I do love taking them on walks too because mm-hmm. I know that they enjoy it and it exhausts them and yes. it's great. But the preference is definitely by myself. Yeah. yeah. I would agree. I like to walk
0: Phoebe. Well, I like to go on walks too. I get in trouble by my dog, Phoebe, if she knows I've gone on a walk without oh, her. Oh, no.
1: She will pout with me. Oh, no. So
0: yeah. sometimes just out of sheer guilt, yeah. I take her. Yeah.
1: There's emotional manipulation happening here. For
0: sure. <laughs> There's emotional manipulation. They're not dummies. <laughs>
1: they know how this no. works. No. Jake sent me a video last night, and I know, maybe we were talking about it here in the office, I can't remember, but <laughs> the dog oh it was a comedian he was talking about how his dog experiences everything with him so like if he's <laughs> mad and angry at the tv or at a game or something the dog's in the corner Wah! with with like a toy or something just like yeah. experiencing just the emotions feels with, all of it right yeah. Along with them. yeah yeah um so
0: what's your peak my peak this week so far there's two things i can't decide um so i'm gonna say both I got my kids a badminton set. We had started playing badminton like five years ago. I am not the most athletic person you'll ever meet. Okay. But I have so much fun doing this okay. with my kids. And we put it up in my backyard this week on Sunday on Side Easter.
1: note, Janie has a gigantic backyard. I've been to her it's house so without big. knowing. <laughs> yeah. And it is a giant backyard. It's
0: so big. Um, but so we set up this badminton net. And we have had the best time. None of us are really great at it, but I think that's part of the fun. We don't play by the rules. I don't even know the official rules of badminton. <laughs> don't know. Don't care to know. <laughs> We're just trying to get it over the net however we can. And it has been the most
1: fun with my kids to just get outside and play. I of that love that so much. Yeah. So remind me, I know I've played badminton like in gym class in high school. Yes. Is that the one with the goofy looking? Yeah.
0: The little, they call them birdies, or I think yes. the official term is shuttlecocks.
1: Okay. And
0: we have, like, we were so hardcore about it five years ago. We got ones <laughs> off of Amazon that have, like, they're battery operated, so they'll light up at night. So after dark, you can still play because you're seeing the, the little. Oh, it, that sounds like so it's much fun. so fun. So we have just had the best time just being silly. I mean, if we can get it going back and forth yeah. 10 times, we feel like we are pros. Yeah. Um, and so yesterday we did that and also my other peak is we celebrated my dog Phoebe's birthday. Oh, yes. So we took her out for a pup cup. And yes. there's just something so precious about watching a dog enjoy ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> but uh, we're all pretty obsessed. It's not a secret. Not We're obsessed with... Our our dog yes so anytime we can celebrate her yes take advantage of that so we did badminton and got a pup cup for Phoebe
1: so it was like the perfect day I love that and I I have to second that as far as watching a dog eat ice cream (laughs) there is something also satisfying for myself to watch them eat it so that's funny
0: just nothing like it
1: so so what's your pit I don't know. I was actually just thinking, like, I don't even really feel like I have a pit right now. Same. Um, I think it was on Tuesday. I just felt really bleh. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was about Tuesday, but I just wasn't, it wasn't, my, Tuesday wasn't my vibe. Yeah. Wasn't, yeah. wasn't a vibe. Since I have days like that too, where you
0: just can't put your finger on why you're feeling mm-hmm. kind of blah. But yeah. Yeah. I'll have those from time to time. Um, I think maybe I, I, and this is a good thing to not be able to think of your pit. So if I had, (laughs) if I had to pick a pit, like my car is really dirty right now, Mm. but every time I think it, so every time I see it, I'm like, Oh, that's gross. But then I'll look at the forecast. Like well, it's gonna rain in two days, so I'm not gonna <laughs> free car wash. Free car wash. I'm not gonna wash <laughs> no. it. So save your dollar bill. Exactly. That's so funny. my dirty car is kind of bumming me out, but I'm just gonna park it outside. Yeah, in a, a few days. Yeah, and see what happens.
1: I feel like the point of the peak in the pit, because obviously everybody and their mom wants to be. Positive, optimistic person, sure. right? Yeah. But I don't think there's, I, I do think there's such a thing as toxic positivity. And I think Agreed. it's okay to acknowledge that you have an emotion about something. Yeah. And Just noticing it and then letting it pass, you know, not making a big deal of it. And, you know, like my Tuesday situation, Tuesday wasn't a vibe, no big deal. Keep it moving. Wednesday was great. Yes. (laughs) Well, I think when you don't allow yourself to acknowledge it, Mm -hmm. it doesn't keep
0: you from not from feeling it. Like you're still feeling it. You're just not allowing yourself to to let it pass. Yeah. You know, so it's it's still there and it'll come out eventually if you don't let yourself just experience it.
1: Yeah, and misdirected, oftentimes, for myself anyway. Mm-hmm. It will come out misdirected at... At somebody else. You know, whoop, you know getting pissed off at someone on the highway. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, you yeah. know, I've cut someone off before, too. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Um. Okay, cool. Wait, mm-hmm. did you say your... Oh, yeah, your car. Yeah, oh, my no, car. Okay. It no, is, your car. It is quite dirty. It's, it's embarrassingly <laughs> dirty. So it is a legitimate On the summer. inside
0: or... No, you said the outside. The outside. The inside... As far as I can tell, the parts I see are clean. Now when my kids ride in the back, mm-hmm. I will some I don't really look back there yeah. most of the time. But occasionally I'll I'll stick something in the back of my car and be like, How long has this yeah. bottle of something mm-hmm. been here? Yeah. So what's the rollage time?
1: Yeah. How many miles right. does this water
0: bottle have on it? <laughs> How many it? miles has this water bottle <laughs> been traveling yeah.
1: with me? Yeah. So <laughs> Oh God, that's funny. So I don't remember. You're going to have to refresh my memory. I don't remember like how or why we got started on the topic of okay. people pleasing and kind of like living up to someone else's expectations. I think it started
0: with something Jake said. He asked, I, I can't remember what what instigated him asking the question, but uh, he asked if I thought he was a direct person.
1: That's right. Yes. We were going around the room. <laughs> yes. This is so right. So we were starting. We were all asking. So it was me, Jannie, and Jake in the room. Dustin mm-hmm. and Amanda are homesick today or yes. yesterday, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then um, Caleb was working back in the conference room. Mm-hmm. So it was just us three out there. And um, me and Jake, you know, of course, we get into these ridiculous <laughs> conversations. This one turned into a great conversation. Mm -hmm. And we were like, Jenny, so what what type of people are we? And we were asking her to like uh, describe us. And she went through and she described Jake and then she described me. And then we were in turn describing you, particularly me, Mm -hmm. I think. And I was saying, you know, I feel like there are times where I feel like you're wanting me to say Or I'm asking you something and you're responding with what you think I want you to say. And Uh then I recognize other times where you're, like, just straight shooting me. Yeah. And telling (laughs) me what you really do think. Yes. Um, and so then we started on this whole path of, like, you know, live, like, presenting yourself to basically please someone else Mm -hmm. in that whole journey. So... Yeah, because I, I think the
0: journey that I've personally been on uh-huh. is one of this uh, is one of going from a, being a people pleaser like 100% of mm-hmm. the time to learning how to live out a more authentic and honest life mm-hmm. and realizing that honesty does not make me mean, which no. is
1: kind of how I had mm-hmm. equated those two mm-hmm. things. So, because I think Whenever we're honest, mm-hmm. there is a risk. Oh, yeah. There's a really big risk there mm-hmm. where if you're honest, you're risking the other person not receiving it well. Not understanding. Not understanding, mm-hmm. becoming emotionally triggered by it. Yes. And then you're left with, okay, I don't, if I don't know how they're going to respond, how am I going to respond? Right. You know? Like yeah. you, it's kind of like an uncontrollable thing, so it's a really big risk to mm-hmm. be that open and that honest, yes. and not know how the other person is going to receive it, and to be okay with not knowing. It makes both of you actually very vulnerable. I think so too.
0: Yeah, and vulnerability is just I think maybe one of the hardest things of being a human
1: because
0: uh-huh. our our natural desire is to protect ourselves. Yeah, because um, safety. Is awesome. Like who doesn't want to feel safe, whether right. that's physically safe or emotionally safe mm-hmm. or whatever. But sometimes that safety keeps us from intimacy mm-hmm. and it keeps us from authenticity. We don't allow ourselves to really be ourselves that's in so front true. of other people. That is so true. And um, yeah, that's just, I'm in my 40s mm-hmm. now and have gone through some fairly major life changes over the last five to 10 years and it just kind of forced me to, to take a look at myself and how I was living my life, how I was presenting myself to the world and, and made me ask those questions of like, is this really who I am? Mm-hmm. Is this how I want to live my life? Um, am I presenting myself as I am to yeah. even the people I'm close to?
1: Yeah.
0: And those were, I mean... Like we were talking about, I'm still very much a work in progress because my default mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. to people please, mm-hmm. and so I find myself still doing that mm-hmm.
1: from time to time. Oh, me too. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, especially in work situations. I know or, it's yeah. The being in a work environment is hard mm-hmm. because there's a very evident like I I don't really like using the this word. But it is what it is. It's a power dynamic, yeah, you're working for x, y, and Z, sure. whether it be a person or a company mm-hmm. or a manager, just kind of depending on what that work setting looks like. Mm-hmm. And so there is this kind of nudge of just you know show up and present the way you're expected to be presented. Mm-hmm. but You know, and I think maybe there's a time and a place for that. I don't want to call it like the wrong way of being because I think that there's probably a, you know, a a good time and a place for it. But ultimately, I think the workplace that I desire to create, I can't speak for Dustin, Amanda, and Jake, but I wanted to be open and honest because then we're creating a long term relationship Mm -hmm. and you're not here just collecting a check and I'm not just collecting your time. Sure. And, you know, I feel like there's a more genuine relationship that can happen. Yes. Versus, no, you come here, you do your job and then I pay you and Mm -hmm. then all hands are off. Right. Yeah. And I
0: think one of the things that I've discovered, I've been here since July of last year. So coming Mm -hmm. up this summer on a year and the longer I've been here, of course, the more comfortable I've, I've gotten sure. around everybody the yeah, more we've yeah, gotten yeah. to know each other and spend time together but um, one of the things that I've found like when mm-hmm. we've had our, our one on ones and the evaluations and things like mm-hmm. that when you guys have asked me some more direct questions mm-hmm. and I have opened up and been honest as terrifying as the initial mm-hmm. like ripping off the bandaid mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. it actually opened up just a much bigger, better conversation, mm-hmm. and I—I I think probably everybody felt better mm-hmm. after the fact. Oh yeah, because you addressed the situation. Yeah, and didn't like tiptoe around it. Yeah, um, and that's what I've found also in personal relationships. Yeah. It's like I have always shied away from uncomfortable conversations mm-hmm. and things that. Um, And uncomfortable doesn't mean bad or negative, but just uncomfortable means vulnerable. Yeah. And whoops. um, And not knowing. And not knowing, Mm -hmm. exactly. Not knowing how people are going to receive information. Mm -hmm. Um, But any time I have done that, um, it has opened up like a deeper channel within that relationship, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's a... A romantic relationship or a family relationship yeah. or a friendship or a work situation mm-hmm. um, and so that is helping me we talked about like flexing that muscle mm-hmm. like it's helping mm-hmm. me um, make progress in that area mm-hmm. where my default is still mm-hmm. <laughs> to people please yeah and avoid hard conversations but the more I do it and the more I see those positive results
1: yeah
0: the more I realize it's worth it yeah I'm just like so just worth it
1: go for it that's yeah, one of my I favorite things cool. about Jake, like I feel like there, I can like look back and I can like very vividly see a season where I had like zero Fs to give. Yeah, I was negative (laughs) in the department. Yeah, (laughs) and I lived through that, and then I can also see seasons where I was just like, "Yes, ma'am, how high?" Right. You know that type of thing, and I feel like Jake has just very consistently been this person of like I'm gonna do what I want (laughs) and you're gonna like it or you're not gonna like it Mm -hmm. but that's ultimately irrelevant to me I'm gonna do what I want to do and as frustrating as it can be sometimes Mm -hmm. I am so happy that I get to be around it so much because it gives me permission to step more into that yeah. and not hold back so much. No, it's okay if I disagree with someone. Yes. It's okay that someone's joke hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. It's okay to be sensitive. You know, it's okay to right. have all of these seasons mm-hmm. and all of these things that entails being a human. Right. You know?
0: Well, and I think when you give yourself permission to be a human being, mm mm-hmm. I think it helps you start seeing other people Mm -hmm. differently too. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, so I'm I'm a human being who's trying to be authentic Mm -hmm. in this world. Yeah. Everybody else is trying to do the same thing. Yeah. So, you know, we can extend the same compassion and grace to other people that we're learning to extend to ourselves. Yes. And that if somebody is offending me in their honesty or you know, whatever, yeah,
1: that's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. It helps me discover Things that I haven't dealt with. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm, if someone says something that is some sort of trigger or I'm bothered in some way, shape or form, I'm like, okay, so what has happened in the past where I haven't like completely allowed this to resolve? Yeah. Because I know that this person would not intentionally go out of their way. I mean, mm-hmm. if you are around people where you feel like that's happening, that's a completely different conversation. Yeah. But <laughs> assuming that, you know, that's not happening and, mm-hmm. you know, intentions are pure, intentions are good. Right. I feel like that's, that's an opening to look at yourself Yeah. a little bit more. Sure. Which is hard. So much yeah. easier said than
0: done. Absolutely. Yeah, because sometimes confronting the reason why you're triggered by something mm-hmm is very uncomfortable. So uncomfortable. Yeah. But so uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And sometimes it's going to take some freaking time to work through it. But again, it's Mm -hmm. one of those things that, you know, ultimately is worth it. It's so worth it. Yeah. And I think part of, you know, learning to not be a people pleaser, um, was a learning that, I am allowed to set boundaries Mm -hmm. for myself. That is how I create safety instead of just completely shutting everybody out and just like we were talking about shape-shifting into Mm -hmm. whoever I need to be Mm -hmm. for whoever I'm with. Um, Instead of that being the way I protect myself, Mm -hmm. setting the boundaries Mm -hmm. is if there are people that I know are actively like not respecting Mm -hmm. who I am as a person, Mm -hmm. then I kind of have to to cut them out. However I can, it's not always possible, um, depending on your situation, Mm -hmm. but you know, that's been a, that's been a transition for me is instead of protecting myself Mm -hmm. by people pleasing and not just being myself, Mm -hmm. learning how to set those boundaries and realizing that I'm not for everybody. Mm -hmm. Everybody is not for me. Right. And that's okay. Um, so we don't have to hang out if we don't. Right. We don't have to. You know, if that's going to be a a source of of trigger and pain or whatever, then at least for a season, we can just take a break and that's, that's okay. Yeah. Or learning how to not put myself in situations where I know I'm going to be tempted to get Mm -hmm. defensive or whatever. Just learning how to set those boundaries has been very freeing and has helped me on that path to authenticity Mm -hmm. is just learning, like, oh, so I I can
1: still be myself, but I can set those boundaries. I feel like that requires, and I think we talked about this a little bit yesterday, I feel like that requires some level of self-reflection, and I'm Mm -hmm. trying to think of, you know, I think to even get to the point of self-reflection, you have to be willing and have a desire Mm -hmm. To change your circumstances. Yes. You know, like your your desire to change your circumstances has to be stronger yeah. than the desire to stay safe and be comfortable. Yeah. And because there's a fine line, I think we can all, you know, have fallen in some sort of cycle of comfort, mm-hmm. whether that's a routine, whether it's a it's a job, or whether it's. Um, a social circle whatever that looks like yeah because it's safe and it's comfortable we know what the outcome will be mm-hmm. but the desire to change and the desire to do something different mm-hmm. once that becomes more like overwhelming overwhelmingly prominent mm-hmm. than staying safe i think that's a point where we go okay yeah I'm a common denominator here, <laughs> yeah. so where, yeah. what can I do, how can I move differently, speak differently, mm-hmm. um, routine differently, how can I move different, yeah. to be different, ultimately? Yeah. Um, what are, oh go ahead, no you go ahead, what are some things that you have done to get to this place? I know you said setting boundaries. Setting boundaries, yeah. How did you get to the point of, like, realizing that those boundaries needed to be there? I found myself,
0: um, well, like, almost kind of hitting a rock bottom type of situation where I felt that, you know, I didn't know who I was anymore. Mm -hmm. And... I had to do a lot of self-reflection and as I think back to it, like 2020 and and the COVID year where we didn't get, we didn't get to hang out and be with other Mm -hmm. people. Um, I started realizing, I started doing a lot of reflecting and realizing that there were, I was in some unhealthy relationships Mm -hmm. and I started to realize how that was affecting my mental state. And so I did, I took a, I took a three year break from Mm -hmm. Facebook. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was almost like a cleansing thing for oh, me. Oh, I'm sure. It was a reset. And I'm, I've since gotten back on, but um, that was one of the things I did. And then when I got back on, I didn't include everybody in and give them access to me that had access to me before. That's good. And certain friendships I had to let go of. Yeah. And it's not because they're bad people. No. They're just not good for me. Mm-hmm. And that was a really hard, big step for me because mm-hmm. I I would always be concerned about, do they think that I think this? Right. Or what are they thinking about yeah. me? And I've just had to learn to let that go. And one of my mantras is, What people think about me is none of my business. Yeah. Because most people are going to think about me whatever they want to, regardless of what I do or say anyway. That's so true. It's one of the things I've learned in my 42 years on this planet Mm -hmm. is I can tap dance and do whatever you want me to do. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, no matter how good my performance Mm -hmm. has been, Mm -hmm. you're still going to decide to either like me or not like me based on what you want to do. Right, And so... So part of the boundary setting was honestly, um, learning how to cut some people out yeah, and not doing it in a dramatic fashion, but just like, you just don't have access to me anymore. And also in, in relationships that I, I can't Mm
1: -hmm.
0: cut out, Mm -hmm. I learn to avoid conversations Mm -hmm. and just not engage in certain conversations Mm -hmm. that I know are not going to be productive, but I have also identified my safe people that have mm-hmm. given me this space. Uh, so the my fiance, we were talking about this yesterday, um, was one of the first people that I just completely was honest with mm-hmm. about everything. Mm-hmm. And um, him being that safe person for me was the beginning of me giving myself permission mm-hmm. to be honest mm-hmm. with myself and mm-hmm. other people. And I think if you can identify a person in your life that you have total safety with, Mm -hmm. then at the end of the day, it doesn't truly matter Mm -hmm. if everybody accepts who you are. If you can come to the place where I accept Mm -hmm. who I am and I have this one person that I know loves and accepts me, Mm -hmm. that's all I need. Mm -hmm. And if you want to be here in my life, that's great. Yeah you're more than welcome to Mm -hmm. but if i see that this is going to be a toxic relationship then Mm -hmm. you know i wish you well i don't wish you harm right but we don't need to be close we don't need to be friends Mm
1: -hmm. and i think that's a that's a big one yeah understanding that you know just because you're not affiliating or communicating with someone like you said doesn't make them bad. No. Doesn't make them wrong. Right. It just makes them not... They're not your people. They're not good for you right mm-hmm. now. And that's not to say that, you know, maybe they'll do their own self stuff. Yeah. And you guys can't circle back in the future, whoever that is for you. Yeah. Um, but recognizing what you do need in this season yes. is, is huge. Mm-hmm. And setting yourself up for success in having those right people around you. Yes.
0: And I think the self-reflection part is really critical because I think so many people go through their lives just going from one thing to the next mm-hmm. and just they're they're busy and yep. that's that's fine, but I think it's good to kind of reconvene with yourself mm-hmm. from time to time. Yeah. And ask yourself, like, am I doing this because I want to do this? Mm-hmm. Um, there are certain things we have to do. Yeah. You, have to pay, you have to pay your mortgage, you have to go to yeah, work, yeah, all yeah. those things. But, like, is this who I am because this is who I want to be? Yeah. Or is this who I am because this is who I need to be to maintain this relationship with this person? Yeah. That's so good. And that's a that's a question that I find myself asking a lot more mm-hmm. often. And if it's, if I find myself having to be something for somebody, mm-hmm. that's my first red flag that this is probably not a Healthy relationship yeah. for me, yeah. And we can we can be friends, we can be acquaintances, mm-hmm. but I probably don't need to get close to this person yeah. if there are conditions upon me for how mm-hmm. I need to be.
1: I like that that um, you're you're saying that being a certain way, Mm-hmm. Um, because I have noticed in past relationships times where. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if I'm here, it's okay, but if I'm not here, it's not okay. Like, I need you to understand that both are me. Mm-hmm. And you're seeing me in an ugly way. Like, you're getting everything. You're getting the, yeah. the pretty and you're getting the ugly of me, which mm-hmm. we all have. We all right. have the pretty and ugly. Yeah. And um, and I can't always be the prettiest version of me, Nobody period. can. Like it's just not possible. I can't live up to that expectation. Mm-hmm. So I think that's good that you noted that, you know, recognizing that if you need me to be over here all of the time when I know I'm everywhere all yeah. of the time, mm, let's, let's. Just re-evaluate. take a step back. Yeah. Just take a step back, you know? <laughs> exactly. um, and that's not, again, that's like not, in my opinion, that is just not a bad thing. That's no. just protecting yourself. And that's yeah. being aware of of what you need mm-hmm. um, yeah, just for the season that you're in.
0: The, the mode of protection. Instead of protecting yourself by being everything for everybody, depending on mm-hmm. the situation, mm-hmm. you just learn to identify mm-hmm. what boundaries you need to set. Yeah. And yeah.
1: yeah. I was trying to think back to like how, how I even got to the, to the realization of, um, the level of performance that I was like really putting on yeah. to, and it was exhausting. I oh, remember yeah. being so exhausted and depressed. I didn't even want to get out of bed, mm-hmm. and I I think I finally. Or maybe Jake brought it up to me. I can't remember. He and I had a conversation. And then from that point, I think I just started, like, reflecting back on, like, mm-hmm. how I even got to that point. Like, how did I even get so low? Why did that happen? Because yeah. for it to <laughs> not
0: happen again. Right? <laughs> right. How do we avoid this in <laughs> yeah. the future?
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, man, I've really been, like... Putting on a damn good show. Yeah. I've been putting on a really good show here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's really good and really bad. Yeah. It's bad because now people have only seen a fraction of what I really am. And have this expectation of you. And have this expectation of me always being nice. Mm-hmm. And. I'm not. Like, I'm not always nice. I'm right. grumpy, and I'm kind of bitchy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I am sad sometimes. You know, I'm a yeah. whole-ass human over right. here. And, and you're allowed to be. And I'm allowed to be. Yeah. And it was good because it was – I. now I can no longer blame Mm-hmm. Like, it, it allowed me to realize that I cannot blame anyone for anything yes. at all, ever. Mm-hmm. Like, I can take complete ownership of everything. Because I feel like when you are in a, in a people-pleasing state of mind or a state of being, mm-hmm. you are at the mercy Of the other person. Mm -hmm. Like your physical. Like everything you say. Everything you do. Everything you feel. Is at the mercy Mm -hmm. of them. Yes. And that's a pretty volatile place to be in. Yeah. Because then you really legit have no idea what's going to happen. Because you're at the mercy of them. Well and you have to be on all the time. You have to be on all the time. Mm -hmm. That is so true. And. So to realize, oh, okay, so just because their life is in shambles mm-hmm. and they're having all these problems, that doesn't have to affect me. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I don't have permission to blame my shambled life on their shambled life. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not, that's not a real thing. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Yeah. If I could avoid that, I would yeah. really like to avoid that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> As when you said the the performative part, that really struck a nerve with me because I feel like I was performing mm-hmm. went my way through life mm-hmm. too. And I think if I could like sum it up now, like mm-hmm. my goal with mm-hmm. my life moving forward, and I know I will still have days where I fail at this or moments where I fail at this, but. Like I never want to be performing the role of Jannie mm-hmm. anymore. I want to just be Janny yeah. in every situation mm-hmm. um, because I was not meant to be a character, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. No, I was not meant to be a character that yeah. um, is one dimensional. Yeah, and um, that's that's my goal is just to not ever feel like I'm yeah. performing a role for anybody. But, you know, you may, play, you, you may play a role in somebody's life, but you're not performing no. that role for somebody.
1: I love this um, new terminology that the kids have come up with. I love <laughs> that I'm saying the kids. The kids, yeah. <laughs> uh, main character energy. Ah. See, so, yeah, I don't even
0: know that that's a thing right now. That's how old I am.
1: So. <laughs> <laughs> but I love it because it's like, okay, I feel like if I'm underst- – I'm assuming I'm understanding it correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know it's this vibe of it's me and I'm doing it because I'm the main person. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm gonna be a character, it's gonna be the main character and it's <laughs> gonna be my own life. Yes, it's not gonna be anybody <laughs> else's life right. And I love that because I don't know. I just do. I don't yeah. have a reason
0: why I just do. <laughs> well, you're you're in the driver's seat. like you said, you're nobody else's. Is- you're yeah, writing the story for Exactly. You. Thank in, you. Yes. I knew, what, <laughs> I knew what you were saying. to <laughs> you, You're picking up what I'm putting <laughs> down.
1: Yeah. So, recovering people pleasers. Yes. At your disposal. Mm-hmm. And what does life look like for us moving
0: forward? I think life moving forward um, means continuing to flex that muscle and make mm-hmm. it stronger. But also in the moments when we relapse into Mm -hmm. maybe people pleasing mode, just having grace for ourselves. Yeah. And not feeling like we've failed. Yeah. But, you know, just starting over again. Just like Tuesday was not a great day, but Wednesday came and was better. So
1: good. Yeah. I would agree. I, I think you took the words right out of my mouth. You know, recognize, being able to still self-reflect and and recognize the times where okay I did this really well yeah I I performed for myself really mm-hmm. really well here I said what I wanted to say yeah. I wasn't mean about it and I stated my feelings yeah now the other person knows where I stand sure completely mm-hmm. and honestly mm-hmm. and Again, if I do default back into bad habits, it's okay. Yeah. The ability to see that is just, I mean, that's worth everything. Absolutely. The awareness that you did it Mm -hmm. is a victory in and of itself. I 100% agree with that.
0: And I think just continuing to self-reflect periodically, Mm -hmm. asking ourselves, is this who I'm wanting to be? Is this who I am? Yeah. Am I being somebody for somebody? Um, And if so... That's a red flag for me, and just paying attention to the red flags in relationships. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. so good.
1: Yeah, I had something else I was gonna say, and now I don't remember what it was. Mm -hmm. Giving ourselves grace—that's a good one. Giving ourselves grace
0: and giving others grace. Mm -hmm. That's a big word out too. Yeah, Yeah.
1: everyone deserves that space. Mm -hmm. So that's the conversation. That's it. In a nutshell, in a 38 minute nutshell.
0: Wow. <laughs> we had a lot to say. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. This was like a whole conversation
1: yesterday that just organically happened. Yes. And yeah. yeah. We literally just, we, well, we were, you know, trying to figure out concepts for the podcast and, and topics to talk mm-hmm. on earlier in the day. And it just hit me smack in the face and I'm like, oh my gosh, we should totally, like, carry on this conversation onto this podcast because I know damn good and well, like, we can't be the only people in the world that (laughs) struggle with this and that actually have a – you know, some people just don't desire to get better, and that's okay. That's all right. But there are, are, I'm sure, a group of people out there that want to, you know, do better in this category and, you know, live a more authentic life and Mm – live themselves, live for themselves fully expressed. Yes. Not holding back. That's okay. And so if if you are someone that wants to be more fully expressed, I am in by no means saying that I am an expert <laughs> <laughs> at all. However, I do feel like I have made some serious progress over the past several years yeah. and maybe I said something or Jannie said something that will resonate and that you can take with you and apply to your own life and do better so you can be a more whole version for the people around you and everyone mm-hmm. else around you is more able to experience you in the best way possible absolutely so I love it any last words no, I feel like words I- of wisdom I feel like I laid it all on the table. Okay. Yeah. Everything's on the table. Everything is on the table. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything is officially out there. Yeah. For the for the world to see. Mm-hmm. So don't judge us, please. <laughs> please <don't. laughs> but so I don't cool. give a shit about what right.
0: you. Right. Also that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is what it is. Right. This is what it is. All right. Cool. Thank you so much, Janie, for yes. coming on Thank and having, having an open conversation. Yes. We appreciate you as always. Happy to be here. Okay, cut. I feel like that was good. Oh, good. that was good. Flowed pretty easily. I know. I feel like we kind of had a pretty reflective conversation of what yeah. we had yesterday. Yeah. I didn't and even w- said some new things. We put out new content. <laughs> <laughs>